LeBron James is the GOAT. Pittsburgh motherfucking Steelers. The Houston Astros are on a fucking tear right now, bro. I'm telling you, if you want to get anything about sports, man, you got to make sure that you listen to us. The MVP race is wild. Right now, currently, I have him first place. You got to keep listening, man. Make sure that you be up on these stats, bro. Welcome to Sports Stuff. Yeah. Hope you guys like that new intro. Welcome to Sports Stuff. So, due to scheduling differences and me having to work a fuck ton of overtime these past two weeks, unfortunately, you guys have had to suffer. Y'all haven't had no episodes, man. And now that my boy TJ, shout out, got himself a new job, can't really do the podcast no more. However, though, I don't want y'all to suffer. I don't want the content to suffer. And he will be back. Just for the time being, I'm going to have to steer the ship myself. Now, the best way to combat this, I decided I'm going to break this up into two parts every week. We're going to have this section, sports stuff Every week, you know what I'm saying, where it's strictly sports. And we're still going to have block talk, but that's on the other side. You know what I'm saying? That way, if you like sports, you can listen to the sports part. If you don't like sports, just listen to block talk, man, and tell your friends. You know what I mean? Now it's going to be more content for y'all. The episodes will be a little bit more compact, a little bit smaller, so y'all could eat it up some more. And if you do like block talk, this week's episode, we had a special guest, man. Uh, at, vi- uh, at Vices and Vanity So make sure you go ahead and check them out, man Alright, now Time to get into sports stuff Alright So, my Pittsburgh Stellars We're in trouble, man We're having a very hard time We have the 30th ranked offensive line Which is doing fucking dog shit uh, Offense can't move the goddamn ball Listen, man, I'm gonna be honest And everybody's calling for kissing titties Trubisky's head which, if y'all don't know what that is, that's Mitch Trubisky, the quarterback. The reason I call him Kissing Titties is because of an interview he did in college where they asked him what some of the stuff that he likes outside of football. And he said, I like Kissing Titties, which is my kind of man. And that's my quarterback. Everybody's calling for him to get pulled already. They're saying, hey, we don't want no Kissing Titties. We want to see Pickettsburg put the rook in. And I, I understand, okay? Listen, I'm, I'm a Stellars fan, okay? However... That being said, thinking about this from a logical standpoint, we're about to go into the blender. I'm talking about we finna see some hardcore football. We're about to go up against Baltimore, the Bills, Tampa Bay. Not in that order. I think we go Bills first, then Tampa Bay, then the Ravens. Uh, You know, of course, after the Jets this week. Now, the Jets... Uh, Zach Wilson has officially been named the starter for this week. Footsteps Flacco ain't going to be out there, so we ain't got to worry about old Joey Flacco. You know what I'm saying? We got Zach Wilson in his first game back, which I'm hoping will actually be a boost for our defense, who is without TJ Watt, defensive player of the year. You know what I mean? Uh, crazy stat. We're like 0-6-1 without him. And, uh, you know, significantly way better with him there, obviously. I mean, get to the quarterback get pressure, cause turnovers. And listen, I like Alex Highsmith, Larry Ogunjobi. You know, uh, I love all these guys out there on the line. Avery, Adams, uh, Cam Hayward, of course, obviously. But 
Matt, we're just not getting to the quarterback right now. And it's really making us suffer on the defensive end. And again, man, a lot of people want to blame either Matt Canada, Mitch Trubisky's lack of talent, which actually, by the way, I challenge you to go look at his numbers. He is not doing as bad as people say. Go look at his numbers. He's actually a decent quarterback, man. He's just, and you know, all of them coming with the little subtle and some not so subtle shots talking about, oh, we can only run the offense that we're given or I'm open out there 90% of the time, which by the way, real quick tangent, Thursday night football against the Browns, who I hate, dog pine. Uh, that George Pickens catch was spectacular. A lot of people comparing it to the OBJ catch, which I don't necessarily agree with. However, was a great catch. Spectacular catch. Can't wait to see what that rookie's going to do. Now, back to my original point. We should not throw Kenny Pickett in there, man. We're going to go through a blender of three teams with good defense, even though the Bills' defense is being held together right now with, you know, bubblegum and paperclips. Uh, you know, missing Micah High. Jordan Poyer is a suspect right now. They just lost that rookie cornerback, uh, Benford. Uh, missing a left tackle out there. That's on the offensive side. But anyway, I don't think that they should put Kenny Pickett in. He's a rookie. I think that they should let Mitch. And I, I agree with Tomlin. You know what I'm saying? I know a lot of people, especially on Reddit, which, by the way, the Steelers subreddit is toxic as fuck. Now, listen, I'm a fan, which we all know fan is short for fanatic. So sometimes you're not going to be rational. You know what I mean? Because trust me, I've definitely been irrational numerous times. Now, that being said, once again, I think it's a good thing that Kenny Pickett is sitting out. I think he should sit the whole year, let kissing titties keep on starting. And, you know, what we really need help with is, is the O-line, man. Because if we put him back there, we still have the 30th ranked offensive line, and he's going to get fucking murdered. All right? And as much fun as that would be, he said sarcastically, it won't. So, again, Keep kissing titties as my starter, man. That being said, jumping over to baseball real quick. The Houston Astros, number one seed in the AL West. Actually, in the entire AL, but we already clinched the AL West. Uh, Funny enough, I'm actually going to game this weekend, so keep a lookout on the Instagram. Uh, Saturday? Yeah, Saturday. And, uh, you know, your boy's going to be at the game over there. Got some club seats. Check it out. Anyway, by the way, if you want the Instagram, it's cementblock underscore productions. Cementblock, one word, C-E-M-E-N-T-B-L-O-C-K underscore productions. Now, moving on. Uh, this year, they're implementing that new playoff bracket where the one and two seeds, basically, it's, it's basically like a football bracket, okay? The one and two seeds who would be in the AL, the uh, as current standings are right now, the Houston Astros... And the New York Yankees uh, are one and two. They're going to get a bye, okay? And then uh, three plays six, four plays five. And that's going to kind of how it's going to be. You know, obviously, highest seed plays lowest seed. Again, if you're not familiar with football, that's how it's been in football for years. Now, I think Houston, we have a chance to make a deep run. Uh, Right now, currently, as it stands, let's say that the... Uh, you know, I don't, I don't even want to, you know what, I'm going to wait till the seeds are locked in, because that way I'm going to know for sure who we're playing, and 
we'll know we'll get a better look at how we're gonna be. Plus, like I said, I want to see how we play in the series against the Tampa Bay Rays right before the closing of the season. Now, uh, by the way, sticking with baseball, Aaron Judge, historic year right now, on his way to 62 home runs as of today stands right now when I'm recording this. He has not hit the 62nd yet. However, he is knocking on the door. Also, shout out to Pujols, uh, the DH uh, that man just passed 700 home runs for the year. Well, I mean, for his career, sorry. And, uh, you know, incredible achievement. Incredible achievement. Him and only four others, you know, uh, Mark McGuire, uh, Babe Ruth, and, of course, the man, the greatest Pittsburgh Pirate ever, Barry Bonds. I mean, arguably, not even arguably, hands down, the greatest hitter in baseball history. Left-handed at that. Now, that being said, Aaron Judge is going for 62 in a season, trying to beat the uh, former Yankees holder, who uh, I believe has 62 also. So he's trying to tie it or, and break it. Now, he's an MVP favorite, obviously. Um, a little bit of controversy in the, uh, in the sports world right now because uh, I don't know if y'all are familiar with a... Japanese man by that goes by the name Shohei Otani. Okay, he is the pitcher for the Los Angeles Angels. Now, people are saying that he because he's also having a historic run. He pitches and hits, has thirty-seven home runs as of today, thirty-seven home runs and over two hundred strikeouts this year. Okay, that man's on fucking fire right now. His history's being made in front of us. Now, some people are saying that he should have the MVP. Where the controversy starts is the Angels have a losing record, and they're not going to make the playoffs. Like They have no chance. Statistically eliminated, they have zero shot to do this. Okay? So some people are like, but Shohei Otani, he's doing what a pitcher and a hitter and a DH. He's a designated hitter. He's doing something that's way more historic than Aaron Judge is. Aaron Judge has already been done. Aaron Judge isn't even going for the hitting title in a single season. It's a Yankees record. Okay, I get that. But at the same time, again, man, people want winners. Like I said, man, the Yankees right now are slated second. Cannot catch the Astros. But, you know what I mean? They're going to the playoffs. They're having postseason baseball. The Angels aren't. You know what I mean? And I, I'm also a firm believer, man. That if you're going to win the MVP, you got to go postseason. And if we're just going to stick with the MVP talk real quick, let's talk about, uh, and listen, I I hate to admit this, you know what I'm saying? Because like I said, I am a Stellars fan. However, though, AFC North right now, Lamar Jackson broke his own record for games with 100 rushing yards and... uh, Man, the last game that he played, he played like four passing touchdowns and rushed for another with 100 rushing yards, making that 12 games with over 100 uh, yards rushing by a quarterback. Historic season. He's trying to get the bag right now. He's in contract disputes with the Baltimore Ravens. They do not want to pay him, which I think they should definitely get it done because if that man continues on the trajectory he's going on, not only is he the odds-on favorite for MVP right now, which if you don't know anything about sports, that's the most valuable player. Um, slated right now, best odds to win MVP. Breaking records left and right. Uh, 
Historic season coming up. Now, a little bit of internet gossip, because that's all it is. I mean, obviously, you know, there's no... I don't want to say there's no truth to it, but it's circumstantial at best. Now, some people are saying that the reason that the Ravens have not paid Lamar Jackson is because they're kind of maybe sort of hoping he does get hurt. So then that way they can be like, see, that's why we can't pay you $240 million guaranteed because you're always getting hurt. We can't depend on you for 17 games, which if that is what's happening, so fucked up. You know what I'm saying? I'm all for Lamar Jackson getting his money. And listen, where the Baltimore Ravens are going to fuck up if that's their plan is if he does stay healthy and he keeps balling out the way he's balling right now, the the number that he wants right now is going to be peanuts because he's going to be like, no, 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 no. Now you owe me a fuck ton. Granted, you know what I'm saying? Uh, At the end of this year, when his contract is up, they still have two years to franchise tag him. So they got him for at least another two years. You know what I mean? But Lamar will not be happy, and he'll for sure get the fuck out of there. Because then after those two years, well, three years, I guess, because we're still in this year. After the three years, man, somebody's going to pay a guap over $300 million for that young man. And whatever team he goes to, finna ball if he continues on the trajectory that he's on currently as of right now. Second MVP favorite for the NFL, Josh Allen, who right now they're coming off a loss to the Miami Dolphins. Which, by the way, don't know if anybody knows this, but I actually called that game. Untrue. I caught that pussy. But I did say, though, that Miami's defense was going to give Josh Allen a problem. I can't take credit and say that they were going to win because I did not think they were going to win. However, I did think they were going to stifle Josh Allen and make the day tough for him. And I mean, listen, Miami did everything they could to try to lose that fucking game. I mean, Jesus Christ, a butt punt literally got a football in the ass and still won the game. Just goes to show you, now, I'm not really worried about the Buffalo Bills because, you know what I mean, how many times are you going to face Miami? Also, before the game started, me and my brother were talking while we were watching the game, and we were talking about how this is, you can't use Buffalo as a measuring stick for Miami because it's the Buffalo Bills. Their offense is so high-powered, it's going to be super hard to stop, and then they go ahead and win. So, does this say that Miami is real? (laughs) Incorrect. I do not think so. I'm not saying that they're not real because they're definitely legit. However, I don't think they're going to overtake the Bills uh, at the end of the season for the number one spot in the AFC East, which, by the way, right now it seems more like the AFC beast. However, you do have the New York Jets in there, which will, I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. Like I said, we're facing them this week, and I hope we just mollywop their ass. But they just got fucking their pants pulled down and spanked by the Cincinnati Bengals. So they're having a tough go of it, to say the least. Uh, Yeah, like I said, can't can't be the AFC beast when you got, like I said, the Jets in there. You know what I mean? It's just, it ain't going to happen. And then also, sticking to that division, uh, Mac Jones right now, high ankle sprain, which, you know, one of the toughest injuries apparently that you can get, listening to former players, coaches, stuff like that. They say high ankle sprain sometimes is worse than breaking it. Which I think that's something that you kind of just say to make the player feel a little bit more tough. However, I've never had a high ankle sprain. I've never broken my fucking ankle. So I couldn't tell you from a personal experience. However, high ankle sprain got looked at by the New England doctor. They said he'll be out about four weeks. Uh, He said he's willing to take up to six to eight weeks off. He wants to get a second opinion, which you should always get a second opinion, as we know. Because sometimes the team doctors, not saying they're not good doctors, but sometimes maybe they have... The um, 
team's interest more than the player's interest. So, that being said, my, uh, Mac Jones will not be playing this Sunday or for the foreseeable future until he gets that second opinion and then the NFL releases a for sure when are they, uh, when is he going to start date. So, we'll keep an eye on that. Now, shifting on over to the NFC least Monday night game that happened, which, again, they did not disappoint. Terrible goddamn football. However, though, congratulations to Cooper Rush, the backup for Dak Prescott right now, who is playing just well enough to get the Dallas Cowboys wins. Now, some people are saying that by seeing him right now, he looks like he could be a legitimate starter in the NFL, which I think is a bit of a stretch after seeing what the fuck happened on Monday night. Did he make some good throws? Yes. Did CD kind of fuck up his stats a little bit? Also, yes, because he dropped two very catchable passes that were in the goddamn breadbasket. They were all CD Lamb's fault. But let's be honest. You can't use the New York Giants, who went in that game undefeated at 2-0, which just lets you know how fucking bad the NFC least is. They went in that game 2-0, came out 2-1. God, they look like such... Just dog shit, man. Like, just dog shit. Just unwatchable fucking football, man. Like, honestly, I so listen, I go into work super early. I stayed up late so I could watch this game because I thought maybe the Giants would be real this year. At least the defense. You know what I mean? Uh, Sterling Shepard, fucking at Turf field fucked him up. According to OBJ, they need to change all the fields from turf to grass because apparently grass is a lot easier on the joints. And apparently a lot of the injuries do come from turf fields. Now, do people get injured on grass fields also? Of course, injuries happen. But a lot of the players do complain about turf, saying it's harder on the knees. Arizona Cardinals players have come out and said, I'd rather work out in the 110-degree weather than fucking be out, uh, than be on that fucking indoor turf because it's way worse on the joints. That comes from wide receivers, offensive linemen, defensive linemen, cornerbacks. Everybody says it's way tough on your joints to be in that fucking turf. Which, listen, man, if they can have grass in Arizona, in Vegas, they can have fucking grass anywhere. So they, need to really, they really need to fucking fix that shit. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, Sterling Shepard out for the year, Taurus fucking ACL. Now, listen, you paid him the fucking bag, man. And Sterling Shepard never, ever stays healthy, which, you know, I hope that he gets better. I hope he recovers. I hope he's okay. Definitely, but god damn, Giants. I mean, Jesus Christ, their cap space is fucking done for. They gave an ass load of money to Kenny Galladay to underperform yesterday, which I don't know if it's just me, but Kenny Galladay giving no fucking effort, man. I mean, looks like he's not even trying out there, for God's sake. And just disappointing football. Danny Dimes, you know, Daniel Jones is not the fucking answer. His ass is the fuck out of there. I'm going to be honest. Do you know the best way I can describe Daniel Jones? Danny Dimes is a backup quarterback on Halloween dressing up as a starting quarterback because fuck, man. Now, granted, again, that O-line is dog shit. One of the few O-lines behind the Pittsburgh Steelers, I think at 31 with 32 being the Carolina Panthers, who are absolute dog shit. However, sticking to the Giants, their O-line, bunch of fucking trouble, man. 
bunch of trouble. Saquon coming off an injury still looks very good. He still looks like Saquon, but again, with those O-line troubles, man, you can't have a run game. You can't keep Daniel Jones on his fucking feet. I mean, man, he is struggling out there, like seriously. Can't stay off his fucking back. Like I said, can't make no holes for Saquon, who has to make his own, which, like I said, he did a decent enough job for what he's working with. But the Giants are in the fucking crapper, and so is the NFC lease, like always. However, the exception to the rule, the third, uh, no, I believe this is the second runner-up, actually. I might have put Josh Allen at two, but he might be third. Number two in the MVP race, Jalen fucking Hurts, okay? Young man, balling out of control. I told Tommy, shout out, that the Eagles were going to win the NFC least. Because they really shored up a lot of the areas that they needed help in. You know what I mean? And Jalen Jalen Hurts looks like a fucking dude. Okay? Like I said, uh, I kept a basic eye because, let's be honest, they're playing the fucking Commanders. Who are the, the absolute fucking worst in the NFC least out of all of them. Washington Commanders led by Carson Wentz. It's, uh, it's I mean, it's just not good. I watched a little bit of the game, like I said, just to kind of see... Uh, Jalen Hurts out there making connections to the rookie Smith, who, by the way, great fucking touchdown and got the the piss knocked out of him. The wind all the way out his fucking body was scared for a second when it took him a second to get up. But then he was right back in the in the in the uh, whew, in the next series and got another crucial catch from Jalen Hurts. So, yeah, the Eagles look like they're real, but. I want to see a real measuring stick game because, again, you can't use the commanders because they're absolute dog shit. So, that being said, there I wanted to talk about one more team in the NFL real quick. Another thing that I had called. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay? AFC Player of the Week, Trevor Lawrence. They really made a lot of offseason moves that they fucking needed, and it is paying off. They are atop of the AFC South right now, which, again, you got, the, you got the Colts who somehow upset the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't know what gods they prayed to, what sort of voodoo they performed. Also, you know, I don't know how much money was paid to that ref to say abusive language was being spoken to Matt Ryan, which apparently is against the Bible. You can't talk shit to Matt Ryan. All other teams be on alert. You say anything to Matt Ryan, there's a fucking flag coming, and you're going you're gonna to lose the fucking game. Because those 15 yards and that flag was crucial. I mean, they were already getting off the field. Uh, Jones is over there, you know, kind of barking a little bit. I mean, it's football. They talk shit. That's what they do. However, not that fucking day. Now, after that happened, again, I digress. You got the fucking Colts over there, the Titans who... I mean, I guess it's still too early to say right now. Derrick Henry's still fucking Derrick Henry. You still got Mike Vrabel as your head coach, who still looks like a fucking guy. You got Ryan Tannehill, who, I mean, with play action, looks like a good quarterback. So that will be uh, TBD. Now, again, that, that happening. You also have, in last place, the Houston Texans, which, if you guys ever listened to the very first episode... They, me and Tommy talked about sports, uh, which I think, oh, God, I don't know. Maybe episode three or four, somewhere around there. Uh, I don't know. Go back and listen to the old episodes. You'll figure it out. But you hear me talking about it because I told Tommy he's going to have to hold my nuts when the Jacksonville Jaguars do better than the Houston Texans. 
which, I mean, listen, quarterback index, Davis Mills is uh, the 31st ranked quarterback. The only person below him is Justin Fields, which the Bears are fucking imploding. I don't know what's going on over there, man. They just need a, a full rehaul. I, I don't even know how to describe them, but Houston Texans dead last, don't have a win, tied with the Colts somehow, even though... I mean, I mean, so I watched that game with my brother, you know, in solidarity and stuff like that because he's a huge Texans fan. Watched that game, man. Didn't really come away with a lot. Like, I mean, there were some good things on defense from Derek Stingley and from, uh, uh, oh, God, uh, Desmond King. Good things that were, they were out there on the defense. You know what I mean? But not honestly a lot to say for that offense, man. And then Lovey Smith playing scared as fuck. And not not going for the win, man. You got to go for the fucking win. Instead, he literally played for the tie, which is dog shit football. And I did not want to see it. And I'm going to be honest, hurt my heart to see that shit. Like I said, I don't have a problem against the Texans, man. Like I said, it's, it's Tommy's team. It's my brother's team. You know what I mean? I, I want nothing for them but success. However, though, it does not look like this will be the year that they achieve said success. All right. Man, I've really been rattling off these football teams. By the way, injuries this year, and just real quick before I get to injuries, offense in total, I was looking at a crazy stat that compared to last year through the first three weeks, man, offense is really taking a downturn. You know what I mean? Like as far as just like uh, points scored, offensive efficiency, red zone efficiency, took a real downturn. A lot of hits right now. Uh, Also, injuries are up with... I don't know if that correlates, but I, I don't know, man. Just offense does not look as good as it has from last year. It definitely took a downward spiral. Um, but, you know, they say defense, it takes defenses a while to catch up, so maybe this is the defense catching up. And maybe as the year progresses, who knows? Maybe the offense will get better. Uh, injuries are really plaguing a lot of people right now. And speaking of injuries and inclement weather, let's go ahead and start in Tampa Bay with Brady and the Bucks. Uh, Hurricane Ian made landfall today, I believe. And uh, Tampa Bay had to evacuate Tuesday. The Buccaneers evacuated Tuesday and headed down to Miami. Miami headed up to Cincinnati because for their game this week with the Bengals. And um, I don't know, man. Shit's just... It, it, it's crazy. You got this inclement weather right now, okay? So you have to... You're probably not going to be able to... You have a home game this Sunday. Probably not going to be able to play in your own stadium. They're looking right now, it said, to the most likely candidate is Minnesota or maybe Tennessee, I think, is the stadiums that they're looking at. Which, I mean, again, going back to the turf and grass argument, I would say Tennessee. It's One, it's closer. Two, it's a, um, <clears throat> excuse me, two, it's a grass field, not like uh, the Minnesota Vikings who have turf. However, though, their field is newer, a little bit nicer. But like I said, I would say Tennessee, a lot closer, better for your fans to travel, et cetera, et cetera. Now, that being said, uh, they're also plagued with injuries on both sides of the ball. Now, they are going to get Mike Evans back this week after he's coming off of his one-game suspension for um, pushing a Saints player in the back, which he said last year it was way more egregious, which I thought was hilarious. However, though, 
He's coming off his one-game suspension, so Mike Evans will be back. He's the number one. But this last week, man, no Mike Evans, no Chris Godwin, who's still hurt and is still on a week-to-week basis. We don't know anything about him yet. We're still waiting on news. Uh, they're missing their starting left tackle, missing a couple guys on defense. But they, ha- they had to pick up Cole Beasley from his couch. Cole Beasley was eating nachos, you know what I'm saying, on the couch, binge-watching Game of Thrones. And Tom Brady called him up and said, I fucking need you to be my, to be my third wide receiver. That was tough. They're coming off a loss to Green Bay. Who, listen, for all intents and purposes, Green Bay only scored 14 points, right? Which a lot of people are shitting on Green Bay for that. But if you actually look, they were very efficient on the field. That's more of a credit to Tampa Bay's defense, who really just clamped down and held Green Bay to only 14 points. Which, hey, it only took 14 points to win. Again, you don't have to get these massive 30, 40, 50-point games, man. You just need enough to win. And for Green Bay, 14 was enough to win on Sunday. Now, all that being said, again, Tampa Bay is plagued with injuries. They're going to get Mike Evans back. We'll see how they go, hopefully, later on in the year as they continue to get more players back. We kind of see them look a little bit better. Tom Brady, I mean, listen, he's a 45-year-old man. He's got a lot of personal stuff going on with his wife, which, you know, I'm not here to talk about that because that's not my place. However, uh, another team that's being held together right now with bubblegum and paper clips, and people are, I'll give you, I'm very, uh, I guess intrigued would be the word, by the amount of backlash and hate the, the Los Angeles Chargers are receiving right now. Their fan base is very upset with them, talking about, oh, great, Chargers going to Charger. Chargers are, uh, you know, not living up to our expectations again. And I'm like, dude, I mean, ugh, I, I'm literally at a loss for words, man. I mean, your quarterback, uh, Justin Herbert, is playing out there with cracked rib cartilage in obvious fucking play, uh, in obvious pain, throwing fucking 55-yard darts out there, fucking ropes, and you're still complaining, man. I mean, he's literally missing Keenan Allen, his number one receiver. Two offensive linemen, I believe it's a tackle and a guard. Uh, God, uh, I was looking at the injury report earlier, man. They're missing so many goddamn players. And like I said, Justin Herbert playing hurt right now, who literally your offense is surrounded by... I mean, it's like, what, what do you expect the man to do? You know what I mean? Now, again, they did go against the Jaguars, so I was secretly rooting for the Jaguars because, like I said, I just wanted my bet to be good for the end of the year. Now, honestly, Jaguars could lose out, and I won't give a shit because they'll be better than the Texans. Now, that being said, uh, I want to thank you guys for coming to the first episode of Sports Stuff. Like I said, it'll be about 30, 45 minutes. We'll jump around the NFL, basketball, which, by the way, shout out, Goat James. And since TJ's not here to defend himself or any of his beliefs, I don't care about them. LeBron James is a goat. And speaking of LeBron James, actually, this year he's slated to pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's scoring record of all time. And, by the way, how can you say LeBron James is not the goat when in the same year... He's going to pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Magic Johnson. Because Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for points scored and Magic Johnson for assist. In the same fucking year, people. Same year. LeBron James the GOAT. Hands fucking dying. Okay? Get your heads right. Look out. 
God, I hope the Lakers can get rid of fucking Russell Westbrook because he's dog shit. I don't know if you guys have heard about the Ime Udoka controversy happening with the Boston Celtics, which he's been suspended for a year. Uh, it sucks, man. I've, I was really rooting for Boston this year again out of the East. Uh, we'll see how that affects their organization and stuff like that, which, by the way, just real quick side note from Block Talk. Um, this is exactly why I say you should not shit where you eat at, because this is exactly what happens. All initial reports were that this was a consensual relationship between email Udoka and this other woman who, however you feel about how, yes, he was with Nia Long, how he going to cheat on a bad bitch, yada, yada, yada. Irregardless. And that woman was also married to, to a gentleman. So Ime Udoka is not the only one fucking around on a partner, if we could just put that in the spotlight. Secondly, uh, now, all of a sudden, because she's trying to save her marriage, she's trying to save her career, she's saying that Ime Udoka made unwanted advances towards her. And this is exactly why I say you don't shit where you eat, because now Ime Udoka is in a lot of fucking trouble. Which, hey... They'll figure that out. They'll sort that out. They're taking care of that in-house, okay? Uh, also, the Phoenix Suns owner came out, apparently said the N-word like 32 times or some shit. It's just said racist shit blatantly and crazily like he don't give a fuck. And apparently, uh, words are coming down right now that they're going to want him to sell the team. He has like a year suspension, had to pay a fine. That's the official ruling right now. But a lot of people are asking for him to have to sell the team. And it looks like it's leaning towards that. Um, oh, I almost forgot before we get up out of here. Uh, thoughts and prayers to Miles Garrett, who was in a, a... He received non-life-threatening injuries, which doesn't really say anything. We haven't got any reports. Maybe he might have broke his leg, broke his arm. We don't know. He was inside of his Porsche driving on a wet road and swerved out of the way... From hitting an animal, him and a passenger. And the car apparently flipped over a couple times. If you look at the photo of the car, man, it it looks very fucking bad. Miles Miles Garrett, six foot four, two hundred and seventy-five pounds. Big guy, little car. There's no way that he got out of there unscathed. However, though, he did leave the same day from the hospital. So, like I said, when we get an update on that, I'll definitely let you know. But as of right now. Uh, I hope everything's okay with him. Don't, no one really knows the status yet. The Browns have not officially come out and said uh, what his injuries actually are. So thank you guys for coming to the first episode of Sports Stuff. Like I said, I'm going to do this weekly where we do a weekly recap of N- NFL, MLB, and NBA. Uh, college football also in full swing right now. I've actually been getting more into college football ever since I started listening to Jake's Take Shout Out podcast because, uh, you know, he's very good. Also, I've been listening to a couple of uh, other shows, the Joel Klatt show and whatnot, because I, I don't know why. I've really just gotten into Texas football lately, like uh, University of Texas, go Longhorns, uh, who almost upset Alabama, by the way. They look like they're doing really good. I was upset that their starting quarterback got hurt, but Cairo's doing a pretty good job. Anyway, yeah, so I'm looking forward to the Red River rivalry, and I'm just been kind of keeping a side eye on college football. But uh, whenever I want to talk more about that, maybe I'll have Jake come back on or see if I get another guest. Or, you know, maybe I should do more research. But I'm, I'm, keeping, a, I'm keeping an eye on it. I'm going to get more knowledgeable before I just start spewing some bullshit. Which, by the way, Michigan State, who I love because Le'Veon Bell came out of there, one of my favorite uh, Pittsburgh running backs, they're in trouble. They're in trouble. 
Sound the alarm in Michigan State, ladies and gentlemen. But thank you guys so much for coming. Like I said, every week we're going to discuss news around the NFL, how I feel about the NFL, uh, starting next week because I didn't have time to do it this time because if you didn't hear it on Block Talk, uh, which again, go ahead and make sure that you check out that episode that I did with At Vices and Vanity. Um, I've been working so much overtime, my dog got very overexcited, hopped on the stove, turned the stove on. Don't ask me why, I left my laptop on the stove charging. Anyway, he accidentally turns it on in the middle of the night while I'm asleep. Laptop catches fire. So right now, currently, I'm not able to do video. I got to get a new laptop. A lot of shit going on right now, but I don't have a laptop in front of me to look up the schedule. But starting next week, uh, we are going to have a segment called Take 5, where I'm going to pick five games from the week, and I'm going to give you guys my picks, so that way y'all can start realizing how good I am at this shit. Because I'm going to be honest, I've been picking a lot of these games, and I've been talking to my brother about it and my friends, and they're like, that's crazy that you picked this upset. And uh, I can't even think of any that I picked on the, off the top of my head, but I picked a few of them. And, um, yeah, I just need this on the internet so that way you guys can start believing in your boy. And maybe, you know, if you're somewhere where you can gamble, make you a little bit of money. However, though, thank you guys so much. As always, I'm Boogie, and this is Sports Stuff. Hey guys, just real quick before you get out of here, if you go ahead and give us a like, subscribe, and a follow, that'd be great. If you like block talk, if you like sports stuff, make sure you like, make sure you subscribe, make sure to follow our Instagram at cementblock underscore productions. That's C-E-M-E-N-T-B-L-O-C-K underscore productions. And if you like sports stuff and you like block talk, that's B-L-O-K-K, okay? Block talk. Make sure you like, subscribe, share with a friend. And if you didn't like it, just maybe don't tell anybody. You know what I mean? Just keep that shit to yourself and never listen again.